Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And if God always stood on the side of the enslaved and the oppressed, why hasn't God sent someone to us? My pastors and my Sunday school teachers had no answer for me. I was upset because I was a Christian and I loved Jesus Christ. But when I was a young man, white Christians were doing horrible things to black Christians and no intercession was taken on our behalf. So I started to look for somebody who would address the concerns of our people. When I was 11 years of age, I was sent by my mother to New York to spend part of the summer with my uncle. And my uncle uh, had on his wall a picture of a black man in my house in Boston. We had pictures on our mantelpiece one of whom was Queen Elizabeth and King George, and the other was a white representation of Jesus. But in my uncle's home, a black man was on the wall. That was really strange to me because all the homes that I had visited as a young man, all the black homes had a picture of Jesus, a white person. I remember once a Filipino man came to our door. He was selling Bibles. And uh, as he was opening the Bibles, showing my mother all of these white prophets and angels, he got to the last supper, and my mother asked him, you mean to tell me there's no black people at all in this book? She ran him out of the house. And that was, for me, a sign that my mother, after I talked to my uncle, who told me my dad was a follower of Marcus Garvey, and my mother was on the fringe of the Garvey movement, she was very black conscious, and I thank God for that because she instilled in me love for our people. Bargani, Hotel, Assalamu alaikum, Shalom alaikum, and all those beautiful words of peace. I am your host, Brother Derek Jabril, and you are listening to the narrative. Today, 
we are going to be talking about educating our children in today's paradigm shift. I am waiting for my new co-host. You all have heard him before. It's uh, from from our last two shows. Name is Kendall Strahan. I'm waiting for Kendall to call in and join us. He should be joining us shortly. But I want to go ahead and open up the show. And I open it up uh, briefly with with us listening to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in his uh, group of lectures that that was a year long in producing. It it was from the lecture series, the time and what must be done. That was number seven that he did, to where he went in depth about how he became the man that he is today. How it, it really chronicalized leadership, how he became the leader that he is today. And uh, it's very interesting. Uh, late, maybe later on in the show we'll get back to some of that, playing the rest of some, some of what he was saying. But I wanted to open up with that in mind because of our nature. Each and every one of us has what is called an intellectual nature. All of us are born with it. It takes teachers to bring it out of us. You know, inside each and every one of us, and I see that um, our co-host has just arrived. Uh, yeah. Kendall? <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing, brother? I'm yeah. all right. That's good, Black. I'm setting up the uh, show. I'm glad you called in because we're going to be talking about awakening the intellectual nature into our children. And not just our children. It's really us in general. Period. So, you know, inside each and every one of us, there is a need for expression. There's a need to express our feelings and views on various subjects as it pertains to our life or the governance of society in general. There is a need to be acknowledged for the intellectual nature that resides inside each and every one of our consciousness. It does not matter the age, the race, or social status. It's the intellectual nature of the human being that seeks constant expression. It's the part of the human brain that seeks to understand and conceptualize every thought impulse that we give attention to. And because our creator made us who we are, we must seek to develop this intellectual nature in ourselves and the children that we produce. One day, our young people are going to replace us as the developers, shapers, and vanguards of the society. The show today is to shed light on this great shift in consciousness, awareness, 
that is going on in our planet today. So let us transport our minds to 10 to 20 years from now, if we can. What will the world be like? That's our first question we're putting here down today. What will our world be like? As we are seeing what our world is now, not very much of anything, but you can tell, as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had said in his book, Message to the Black Man, what we are witnessing is the change of an old world going out in the beginning of a new world going in. And uh, I'm sure Ken have heard this as well as I, I have ever since I was a child, is that this world would not be judged by water. This world will be judged by fire. Right. And what is fire? Fire, you got two levels to fire. You got a spiritual fire and you got a physical fire. The physical fire, well, we know that that thing there, it destroys anything that's within his, um, within his grip. Right. But, but we don't, but we very seldom actually acknowledge the spiritual fire which is anger, strife, murder, <laughs> you know, thoughts of murder. Right. You know, those are fires that can consume the mind and the thinking of the human being. So, Kendall, man, you know, brother, <laughs> we got a jacked-up world going on right here now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Man, in your opinion, what do you see the world in just just sum it up? How do you view the world right now? <laughs> That's a tricky question. <laughs> no, but uh in all honesty, you know, just being real about uh the question as a whole, uh it's really hard to, to view the world in a positive light. And, and uh, I'm just speaking just from my opinion and how I see it. You know, I, I look at our young people today, and I'm not speaking about all young people, but I'm just looking at the, the, the difference in the generation from, you know, our time growing up from my parents' time to what it is now and the way things have changed. And like you said earlier, you know, the, the youth or the, the kids now, uh, they're going to be the potential rulers of, of, of this world and of this nation. And just looking at the way, the direction that that they're headed, it doesn't look too good, you know. <laughs> it just don't. Right. You know, and, and, and I'm not seeing it, saying it in a negative way. I'm just saying that it, it's, it kind of goes in ties with, uh, with, with the whole topic of, you know, educating our, our youth, educating our children. I, I, I believe that lack of education and lack of knowledge of certain things is, is just this, this generation just don't have it. You know, they kind of have their own mindset of the way they think the world is and perceive the way that they think the world is. And it's just not a good thing, you know. And it's just a lot that needs to be done. There's a lot of work ahead of us. It's like plowing the field. We've got a lot of work to do, <laughs> you know. Right. Hmm. Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of work to do, but, man, you know, we, we we have always heard our parents speak about judgment. Right. God is going to judge this world. Well, I can honestly tell you now that the world is being judged. 
And 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 unfortunately, a lot of us we don't want to actually believe that we're living in it. Right. Now, out of all the things that was said that was going to come to pass, we are seeing exactly everything that was written of or said that was coming to back pass. Jesus, Jesus said, said, spoke of wars and rumors of wars. Don't you see it now? Yeah. Nation will rise up against nation. Kingdom will rise up against kingdom. People will become lovers of themselves. Right. So when we hear the the pastors, and, and that goes to show you how a lot of them are so far behind the time. Right. They are still preaching as though these things are to come to pass when these things are existing right now. It is not to come. It is here. Right. And I think what ended up happening with all this hocus-pocus teaching going on, the pie-in-the-sky type teaching, that's what really confused the people as to the time and what must be done. Right. And and you mean to tell me you you have a Bible, you have a Quran, you even got some Muslims out there, man, who don't know that at the aspects of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Muhammad that that's, that they too are still looking for judgment to come when judgment is already here. Right. Why Why do you think we have the the upset in the society that it is? Yeah, I mean that. That I'm like you, man. <laughs> What what type of work is there to be done now? Man, you don't have – I mean, how many Jesuses will it take to die for you before you get the mess? Right. <laughs> you know what I like I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. You know, it, it's, it's and, and I think that, 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 like, that goes back with yourself, the whole – teaching the children, just teaching the society in general. You know, you got to kind of start looking at the world for what it is. My dad was always a strong believer. And I mean, you you know, he, he was always a strong believer. And you look at it for what it is and what's in front of you. And and people, like you said, they don't want to see it for what it is. They, they're, they're, they're looking for, like you said, this pie in the sky, this, this miracle of the fall out the sky and solve all the problems. And, and you know, and the, the, the reality of the issue is, you as an individual have to solve the problem. Now, I'm not saying that you don't get help from the divine or the man upstairs, but what I'm right. saying is that you have to put in the work on your end, and then you know he will put in the the rest of the way, you know, and that's right. the way it works, you know. And like you say, you you have all these these teachers and preachers, and and they, they teach the, I, I guess you like you say the the everything like it hasn't happened yet. And like you said, it's actually happening now. When you, you look at the TV, I mean, you just turn on TV for 15, 20 minutes. Everything that they've talked about that's supposed to, you know, happen later on, is, like you said, it's happening now. You know, men right. love a men, women love a women, you know, and I'm not knocking nobody what they do, but the reality of this stuff is happening now, you know. And right. like I said earlier, it is a lot of work to be done, but the big question I think that everybody's looking at, even myself, is whether you start and what what can you really do now? Because it seems like everything is spinning out of control and there's no answer to solving anything because people are not taking responsibility for 
their own actions. They're not looking at, hey, I need to get off my butt and I need to make things happen and stop waiting on things to happen. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember um, the teacher of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, which most people really don't know very much of, not least you, you kind of attend like the Savior's Day Convention and, and you hear Minister Farrakhan open up his uh, his uh, yearly speech on that at the convention on Master Farad Muhammad. But Master Farad Muhammad is that power source that actually fuels the nation of Islam. Right. And see, and see, a lot of folks don't know about him. But see, it, Master Farad Muhammad, he came in 1930, and he declared that black people would have to be separated. But mind-wise, and made independent from Caucasian people, and the and the way they have their society have treated us. Right now, you that man talking. I'm glad you mentioned something about women loving women and men loving men. <laughs> that man told us, and then you mentioned the television. That man said back in in the in the what thirties. <laughs> In the early 30s, he, he, before television was even invented, he he said that there will come a time where we will invite the devil right into our own homes. Right. And, and, and then after he said that, then all of a sudden, here comes the invention of television. Yeah. Now you done invited the devil into your home. Right. Now your children, now the television have, have replaced uh, our instruction, our guidance to our children now, the television is the babysitter. The right. television is the teacher. Right. <laughs> the television is the shaper and the molder. And what are we seeing on television today? Just as you say, women pouncing on women, men pouncing on men. You know, right. we see more violence. On television, you know, that's the thing, man. And, you know, us as men, we don't want to go sit down and watch no chick flick. No. (laughs) (laughs) The bridges of Madison County. (laughs) Peyton Place and all that stuff. We don't get off to that. We want to see some Steven Seagal. Right. You know, we we want to see, what's this guy's name now? Lim, Lim, Lemon, something like that guy. You know, we want to see the rock and all them there. You know, we right. want to see. You know, we want to see some action. Right. I don't think we can get into steel magnolias and all that stuff there. <laughs> it's not manly. <laughs> right. Right. But, but we're gonna start talking about television now, because that television box man has really really slowed a lot of our children down. And in, and in a lot of ways, it have become confusing. You you know, when we was growing up, the popular thing, when I, especially, I can speak for myself on that, the popular thing was Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, <laughs> you know, um, Sesame Street, the old Sesame Street, you know? Right, right. Well, Big Bird and everybody was teaching on their letters. And uh, I just recently this morning turned on my television, and I noticed the newer version of Sesame Street don't really have the same appeal to me. No, I don't. As the old one did. And as a matter of fact, this morning, out of all people, 
to be up on there, up on there this morning was Terrence Howard <laughs> with Elmo. <laughs> Terrence Howard with Elmo, <laughs> and then he told Elmo that he that that uh, he had a surprise for him. So Elmo, you know, he got where where he is, where 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 is. And then and then he he left, and then he came back. Dressed up as a bigger Elmo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. Man, that took me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, you know, it, it, it's their modern version on, on trying to teach the younger people. Then you you know, and I think uh, coming through your time, what was it, Lamb Chop? No, no, it was still, you know, Sesame Street was still real popular around that time, but then you kind of started having, you know, shows like Reading Rainbow, so I was following that one. Then, uh, yeah. Uh, then I was into the, uh, it was the art show I used to love to watch on there. I can't take the name of it to save my life, my life right now. And uh, and that was pretty much it. You really didn't have much. I mean, you had the old school Warner Brothers cartoons, but right. that really didn't come on that much, you know. But like you said, you had, a, you had more educational stuff. You didn't have as much negativity out there that, that that we see today, you know. Right. And I, I think, uh, I, I remember a couple of years back, I think MTV had a, a series called Teen Mom. And, you know, when I saw that, that blew my mind. You know, I was like, you know, what are you really putting out there to, to the youth now? You go out there, you have a baby, you get on TV, you make some money from being on the show for being pregnant at the age of 14, 15. I mean, just stuff like that. You know, I've always had a problem with, you know. Right. And it made no sense to me. It's like, why are you putting all this stuff out there? It's like you personally trying to self-destruct the next generation that's coming up. You know, I I don't understand it. You know, just like I spoke mm-hmm. on last week when I was talking about a, a different world, you know, and I know a lot of people have issues with Bill Cosby right now. But, you know, you still can't take away from that man that he he showed he had shows that showed a positive side of life. It, it, it was educational, and it, it actually taught you that hey, you can go to college and you can be something, you know? Right. And and that's and that's gone. I mean, like, like I, I always say this: look at what you have on TV now. You you got you know, Wives of Atlanta, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> or, or Keeping Up with the Kardashians. What does that right. do anything? What are you learning <laughs> right now? Them people making their money. When you need to learn how to make yours. <laughs> exactly, because they making money off of you watching them of you and supporting the uh, the advertisers, <laughs> right? Because because it kind of very ticklish, man. When you listen to some folks talk about how how man, we need to do something about about the Kardashians. We need to do something about about Snoop Dogg doing what he do. Why are you gonna do something about it when you when when you constantly watching the programs? And enriching the advertisers, the the the, the television uh, people, they're not going to take that off the air as long as over a million and some odd people like you are out there watching. Right. You know, I'm, I mean, let's get real, man. They, I mean, some some of those programs, they know they know they need to do some of it, and some of them go too far. But the advertising dollar, yeah. that's what talks. We do live in a capitalistic system here. Right, right. If uh, any of you want to call in today, the telephone number is, where is my number? <laughs> uh, and I'm standing sitting right up here in front of this. 
<laughs> I was just right. You know, these these things nowadays, man, you sit there and took my number away. But the number is seven. I'm going to have to go on memory. Seven, two, four, 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 seven, uh, seven, four, four, four. Seven two four 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 seven four four four. Yeah. Now, now, like I say, we're talking about children, and we're talking about the realities under which our children are living under right now, which is very dire. I mean, you can't see any light anywhere because right now you have the little children uh, getting beat on on um, social media by their parents because they decide to try to be a thought. You, you know, I really, that's a word I never really rarely, very rarely use. But, but since that's what they're using right now, I think I uh, <laughs> use thought. And, and, and then come to find out that the, um, the slave master back then used to use that word. So isn't it interesting how, how history if you if you never learn the lesson of history you're doomed to repeat it All right and now our people are using that language that came from the plantation interesting yeah to me yeah. Cause that means that you haven't you have not learned <clears throat> no they they haven't learned i mean uh i mean just even not not necessarily i mean even with speaking with the language just even with with the the things that they do, I think uh, I think I've seen the link. I think it was a link that uh, you posted with a young lady, uh, a Muslim lady. She was speaking on like the black women and how they need to hold themselves and you know how they shouldn't be doing certain. I can't think of. I think I think you posted that link. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that was sure. the, Yeah, I know you're talking about. Just yeah, I, yeah. I watched. I actually watched the whole link and I was listening to it as I was doing some uh, some illustration at the time, but. I mean, it's interesting that you say that, that, you know, the slave masters have certain things that they use or words that they said or certain images that they wanted, that they they had to, that they kept on the black people at that time, you know, and like with the women, you know, like with the twerking videos, if you really think about it, slave masters use black women in that way for entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people don't really think about that. And it's like, like you said, it's repeating itself. You have these young girls posting videos and twerking and showing themselves, and it's like degrading themselves online. And you know, it's all for entertainment. And it's the same thing they was doing back then, but they didn't have the technology that we have. <laughs> you know? Right, right, exactly. And, and 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 instead of you, you know, with all things, man, you can you can take the negative and make something positive out of it. However, you're going to have to affect the thinking right. with anything first because even television, I mean, you you know, one thing I, I remember uh, some of them so far can say, he said that even even the devil would do good under the gun. <laughs> Think about that. Even the devil would do good under the gun. Now, you know, and those of you who love the guns and thinking that that's some real form of protection for you, in truth, where were you, 
you were you are an insecure person from the very beginning. If you think a gun can can actually protect you all the time, yeah, it may ward off uh, uh, adversaries for a while from you or whatnot. But like even with the gun, man, you're gonna run out of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> then when you run out of bullets, who gonna protect you then? Right. <laughs> You know, but that's another subject. <laughs> yeah, that's not for another day. We're not going to get into that one. But we're going to get into that because it makes no sense. All these people who claim to believe in God, saying they believe in God. I like to say, one thing about me, you're going to get the truth. Um, I mean, even if that truth is even told on me, I have to tell the truth. Right. Period. Because be, be, and I have to acknowledge the truth. Because how can I say I'm a believer in God and that God got all His power, and 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 and, and I don't believe that He can protect me when I need the protection. Because when you look at this great big revolving Earth, this Earth weighs six septillion tons, man. Right. We're talking about a very heavy piece of rock. I mean, rotating itself in an atmosphere, in the vacuum of space with no wires upholding it. There's nothing upholding us. Now, what's keeping us from dropping, you know what I'm saying, from dropping into the great dark vastness below us, or even if if you float to, to the top. There's nothing out there. No. To hold up this thing. So what are we doing, man? <laughs> hey. I don't know. I, <laughs> but we're living where I live at. That's so kind of <laughs> you know, I've been uh, compacting uh, states. So <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, and, and it, to me, I mean, to each his own on it. You know, I've never. Right. Personally, own the gun myself. You know, I just never right. really felt that the need, the need to have one. You know, but I understand those who do. You know, people who hunt and stuff like that. I get it. You know, you, you use your weapon to go out there and provide for your family. That's cool. I'm all for that. I mean, yeah. I might buy one just for that purpose to go hunt and you know buy some deer. I mean, go hunt a deer or something. But as far as me having that weapon just to say, well. I need to protect me from somebody coming in, and my belief is supposed to be in God to protect and yeah. create of all things. Come to contradict itself, you know. It does contradict <laughs> itself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but, but but getting back to what we were talking about now, 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 our young people, man, they, they we are experiencing right now a huge transformation going on on the planet. I mean, this is one of those. The most largest type, because we have more people on the planet, right? To where we having this huge conscious paradigm shift that's taking place. People are 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 tired of not being treated equally, right? And 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 our children, we have to start teaching them to think equality. Right. We got to start teaching teaching them to think more, to be more free, and right. not dependent 
on somebody because you think they have something something more than 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 you know in 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 some cases whenever you live in a society like we do there are uh, exist the existence of the have and the have not right and, and 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 but you also have especially living where we live under under a capitalistic system you also do have the bet one of the best systems of making money here in the world, which is the free enterprise system. Right. Now, in certain other areas, I, you know, I'm not sure because we don't we 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 live in America and we don't we never really experienced living up on the on the other system other than capitalism. But what does give capitalism is props is that that free enterprise system is there. Right. It may be it may be imbalanced <laughs> when it comes in terms of of economic priority, you know, you know, and it is. I mean, it actually is an imbalance. Yeah, because it, it makes no sense that a woman could could come in and do the same job as you, right. and then get paid paid less than you. Same way with us as black people, or 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 or, or or Hispanic people, we go into a job, we do the same job as our white counterparts. But then, if you, we, brother, I tell you, if you want to know, if you want to see what what to bring on a real revolution in America, go in the back rooms of those uh, um, what they call them, human resources uh, rooms, right. the ones that's dealing with the payroll. And open up and open up all those secrets, and let everybody see what they'll make. Man, right. it be just like the Flintstones. You know when they, when, when they'll Fred and them get in get in the uproar, then the roof goes up. <laughs> right, the roof will go up because it, because you'll find out that in some cases, in quite a bit, a lot of cases, you'll find out why it seems like like whites. I think last time I looked at the statistics, whites was at a hundred and three um thousand, blacks at sixty some uh thousand, you know, in terms of economics. You you know, I'm pretty sure it's a little bit more now, but that was that was kinda in the past. I mean, what you have to say on that, bro? Well, I mean, just the the job the I guess the latter in general is uh like you said, I I think it's it's, it's jacked up. And uh, I remember when uh, when I was young, you know, my dad sat down and talked to me one day, and uh, he was telling me about you know the place that he worked at, and uh, you know he he was telling me, and this had to be like maybe in the early nineties. He's like, hey, you know, if you make over ten dollars an hour, you'll be making good money, and, you know. And then you know, fast forward to now, ten dollars an hour is no money, but that was back in the mm-hmm. early nineties. And and what I found, I always found real. Uh, Weird, uh, I guess I say fishy about the system in general. That I remember back in the day when I was coming out of uh, middle school, going into high school, pretty much to get a decent job, all you have to have was a high school diploma. Well, at right. the time, I think the high school rate for blacks uh, or any ethnic group wasn't that high around that time. But then you fast forward a couple of years ahead, a lot of more uh, ethnic groups uh, or minorities in general started graduating from high school. Then it was like, okay, well, y'all need to get 
uh, associate's degree, at least one year of college, and they started doing that, and then they kept upping up the ante. So, like, pretty much now you got to have a master's or a doctorate to get any decent-paying job, a high-paying job, even though that you can do that job without those degrees, that's what they want. You know, and I never understood why the system keeps up in the ante on where you got to have this or got to have that. And I always looked at it from a racial, stand, a racial standpoint. I was like, well, maybe it is a way for them to try to keep other ethnic groups down because they know, going back to education, that we don't, we don't as a people, just don't don't thrive on that. I mean, and not saying that we can't. It's just we, we don't even have the resources or we're not taught to or we don't have the money to go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it just, and, and I feel like the system has found their way and they use it against us. I use it against any other ethnic group to even get ahead, you know. Right, right. It's all by design, and that's why yeah. I say you, 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 as we can see, man, that our children are not wild for no reason. <laughs> I do right. believe, man, that the Creator Himself, they belong strictly for Him, because I know it was written that He that He is going to upset. The whole, the whole entire foundation of, of, of the world. Right. And how are you going to do that? You know. Yeah. Now, now, when we read these things, now if God says it, then you can, then you can just, just rest assured that it's going to come to pass. Right. Now, my thing is, it, 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 it is how we don't want to believe that we are living in the judgment that God said that he's going to bring about. And I think it comes because of the preacher and his ignorance. Not all of them, but you got, you got those who don't listen to reason. Right. Like, like, like that old fool at time sit there and an older woman right here in Houston was, was having, having a member there at that church for years, bro. Years. And, and and so he decided because she got sick and then she couldn't pay her tithes in the in, in the way she was doing, so he locked the lady out and did not do a funeral, refused to do a funeral because she was not paying her tithes. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why God, why Jesus <laughs> said that the, that the first judgment is going to be in the house. Yeah, the first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you the first one to go, doctor. <laughs> yeah. But 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 anyway, man, I, these children they are part of this paradigm shift, and 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 if you notice something, they are not going along with with what our parents went along with. They're not going along with what their, our parents' parents went along with. Right. They are told they are total different breed because right. some of the things I see them do, man, I never did. I I wouldn't even think to do. <laughs> right. And, and, and therefore, with, with the difference of what we we're looking at today, and and, and and the amount of type of teaching that we have to give to the to a generation like this, man, we can't keep doing the same thing accepting the same things from the public school system. It is time for them to change all that mess. All of it needs to be overhauled, right. every bit of it. 
and one of the suggestions that I have, I wrote it down uh, in some writings I have, it is to um, why not take what's in the college level and 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 give all the curriculums, everything in the college level, push it down to the high school, right. revamp everything in the college. Push it down to the uh, high school. Then from the high school, let them take all the whole curriculum and, and, and put it down to the middle school. Then the middle school curriculum, then, then you would have to modify it for the elementary, but it can be done. Right. But the colleges need to be overhauled, period. Right, right. And stop going on this old because I I don't know about you, bro, but I'm not really feeling a lot of the old uh, players that I used to read about because it's a different time frame now. Yeah, they had. Don't you know they have? Um, I listened to the uh, New Millennium Tech Hour yesterday, and uh, Johnny Taylor, man, real nice brother. Um, and and uh, I'm, I'm going to have him on the show one day, and, and you and I, we're going to talk to him. But but he, he his brother, he, he's constantly up on on technology and, in, and the movement on technology, and, and, and he reports it every week. So this week, he talks about the uh, satellite. He said that the present satellite out there right now weighs Weigh forty five hundred pounds, and, and 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 you know, and then when you look at the science of it, you know what's keeping it up there. You're right. You're talking about some that's four thousand five hundred pounds floating above your head every day. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's that, some weight. <laughs> yeah, that's some weight, man. And and, and um, let's see, and he said that that now this um this group. Uh, I uh, I had it on my notes. Maybe I'll come across it before we get off the air. Um, this group has has developed what is called a Dove satellite. That's what they call it. Yeah. And guess how much they weigh, man? Nine pounds. Yeah. Nine pounds. <laughs> And and, and and then it also this dove satellite has capabilities. The camera the camera the camera on it is and the lenses are so sharp to where it can actually do face recognition from fifty thousand feet up in the air. Huh. Nine pounds, man. And they very small. They're kind of like these these little bitty uh like they even put these cameras like on on your watches and stuff now. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah, man. Google my own that thing. Is that So we gotta ask the question. What are we doing, man, with our children? Because yeah. within the next ten years Next 20 years, going at the rate that they're going right now, man, they're really, man, just, just, we're, we're not really developing them like they should. And, and, 
and, and what kind of jobs will be around? Yeah, it just I, recently had. Huh? Go ahead. I'm about to say that. I think that's that's one of the, the big questions too. What kind of jobs will be around at that time too? Uh, even even when just saying that, you know, uh, educating our kids. You know, me. I, you know, I homeschool my kids. Well, my my wife does most of it. She does right. more than I do. <laughs> but right. But but in saying that, you know, and I know I'm not knocking anybody that sends their kids to to regular school. I mean, but if, my my deal is if you're able and capable of homeschooling your kids, I recommend it because. To me, what the public school system has done, and and I don't know if if uh, you you know actually paid attention to it or just really see it like I do, but they they as the years have went on, the schools mostly focus at one thing at the end of the year, and that's their star test. And I have a big problem with that, and and the reason mm-hmm. I do is because you 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 spend year the whole year getting these kids ready for a test that has nothing to do with their life or the, or, or their career or what they're going to do later on. And then let that kid say, that kid say they, this kid makes straight A's the whole year. He makes a, he makes a C on a star test, but you're going to fill him and hold him back because of the star test, regardless of what right. he made in his regular academic through the year. And I don't, I don't understand it. You know, I don't, I don't know who designed the system or what they thought. So me personally, I think it's a money thing. I think that's how the schools get their money. You know, but I believe that it, yeah, it shouldn't be based on that thought test. It's like you, you taking something, you cheating the kids. You know, in my opinion, because you, you're not that time that you're using. I mean, the time that they use to teach the, to do whatever with the thought test, you can be teaching engineering, or you can be teaching, you know, uh, computer networking, or how to set up a database. Because t- kind of that's what the industry is doing anyway when it pertains to jobs in the future, but. Those are skills that you can be teaching them, you know, how to how to hold your money, teach them uh, basic economics in the stock market, on, or how to uh, flip and sell real estate. These, to me, these are things I think that, that needs to be taught in the schools. I think that will solve half the problem when, you, when we talk about educating our young people and our kids because they're coming out of these schools with they don't have the skills that they need to survive, you know, and they're sad, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it is. And, and, and um, now, as one working in, in public education, now I begin to start seeing the shift now. Right. Because because even a lot of teachers are realizing that look, man, you know we we we're gonna teach towards the test, but we're not gonna primarily make it make it that you know as the primary, even though. Even though it is, because the principal gonna constantly keep trying to ride you on that, right? <laughs> because that's their job. They, right. they, the principals are to be the gatekeepers for the TEA, Texas Education Agency. They, they watch us. However, you can't watch everybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and my thing is, if you if you're gonna have a group of students. You must prepare them for the next for 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 the time or the day when they're going to leave. So so what I do uh, through what is called character building, I offer them knowledge for living, knowledge for things that you should know, knowledge knowledge for existing. Right. 
And and so when 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 you're after school, then hey man, it's no balls old then. Then you give them all what you need to give them. Right, but, right. But 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 I like you, man. You know you can't be sitting there, man, uh, teaching towards the test all the time because it's too much variety out here. It's too much out here. Period. When we talk about God, man, that's a science within itself. But then they don't want God being taught in the school system. Right. Now, who else, who do you know of that started all this design? And why is it, why shouldn't we be able to talk God in, 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 in the public school system when you have a creator that based everything that, that, that is in existence today, which I love delving in the physics. Wow. Everything that is existing today can the started from the study of the atom. Right. Everything. God himself started from what we understand as an atom. Right. Now, where did that atom come from? <laughs> you know, I mean, that is some stuff to think about. Right, right. Why shouldn't we introduce that to the children? We Because you know the darkness that we have. We, we think nighttime is really dark. That's darkness. No, it's not. Because because we never really experienced real darkness. Real right. darkness was when there was no sun. Yeah. And you had a creator created, you know, just all of a sudden just came to life. And then now you have all this material. So, so, so why shouldn't we have to teach our children about where the existence of the material came from? You know, since we live in a world full of material, where did it come from? Yeah. And where was the origin? So does that mean that the material was there with God in the beginning? See, we have to delve like that. Right, but they don't. You know? And, and especially understanding that Adam, man, and, and one of the things I hate, uh, is, is what the uh, Caucasians did because they know the power of, of the study of astronomy as well. But what they done done, man, they done confused and jumbled it all up. You think it got something to do with some witchcraft or something crazy. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, they do. They, they tell you that. I mean, they even got, they even got Christians thinking of that. And the killing part is when <laughs> If you really study the Bible and really understand it, you know, when when they talk about the Magi, well, what was the Magi? They were astronomers. I mean, they, they studied right. astronomy. They studied the stars. Right. <laughs> exactly. Sure it is. <laughs> so, it's like saying, so how you going to say it's witchcraft and it's, and it's, it's for the devil when they they found, they studied the stars, they, they knew the, the cosmos and, and they knew how to, to, to read everything, signs and stuff like that. That's how they found, you know, Jesus. So it's like, right. how can you even say that? <laughs> so once again, it goes back to your contradicting your beliefs. Exactly. Or put it this way, you don't have a, you know, you're not getting, uh, you don't have the knowledge that you think you have when it comes to what you believe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there you go. And, and that's why they have a hard time with understanding, man, people who actually really, really understand what it is that they'll study. Right. Because, because in, in in all truth, and, and like I say, man, we we 
we all read history. If you would read history, you know that many of us did not come over here as as Christians. We didn't. Nope. They, they didn't have that in Africa. Nope. Now, now, I think uh, at a certain period of time, it was what Ethiopia. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Ethiopia and them had had a form that that they practiced. But you know what? Uh, um, I need to go back and, and and look this up again. But but um, I'm thinking, man, didn't they have another name for that? I'm not. I'm not sure. And I mean, it's funny you, you said that too, because uh, just this morning, uh, where I live at, it's uh, it's one. It's a hundred year old church, and the church is a Orthodox. Yeah. Something Christian church. But anyway, uh, I took my daughter there, and we did a little tour of the church, and they talked about that about the. Uh, uh, that Ethiopia is one of the earliest forms of Christianity because I guess when they left Jerusalem or, or what have you, they went over to Ethiopia. But yeah, I don't know what's the other term for it. I, I've heard it once before, but it just didn't it just stick to me. But I know I know you hit it with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I need to find out because because uh, the white man they they because you know the only form of Christianity we know of we got from them, right. And but but look at how but look at the two different expressions between the two different people. Right. When you when you go into a black church, boy, you see you see some of the most colorful things. It's kind of like uh, what's that white comedian name? Uh, uh, the one in the entire Perry movie. Gary Owen. Yeah. He's like, man, you know, I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like the man he looked up. It was 12 o'clock. Okay, he thinking they finish it. Then all of a sudden, here comes somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and he, then one part he said, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that church is a 7 to 5 and either. <laughs> and come back I'm and telling sit. you, man, in, in, in the pastor, he needs to be more respectful of the people's time. Because yeah. he he's he's at home all week. Yeah, you but are. Sunday is his day to play. Yeah, you are. It's going to work. <laughs> Sunday is his play day, so he yeah. come out there, man. He want to keep the people out there all day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, God want God wants you to fellowship, but he don't want you to stay that old dog on day. Hey, God already left. Yeah, you go. Well, you still left. <laughs> he left two hours ago. I'm telling you, he gone. Oh, <laughs> he man. seen what you were doing. He, he checked his watch. And, you know, right. like, yeah, I got to make some moves. This ain't going to work. <laughs> I know that's right. Oh, man. Yeah, man. And, um, so, man, we're we, we going to have to, with these, with these young people, we got to get them into thinking more intellectually to, to 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 start thinking more higher than what they do and 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 it, and it starts with just as what you just said we got to homeschool mm-hmm. because the society have already been in motion for a long time and chances and and and, and what they're looking at too they can they sense that they that their power is breaking they sense right. that so now, all of a sudden, man, uh, uh, you you know now, now I think they're trying to be a little bit more inclusive, 
But they but but what they have right now, you can't continue on teaching this this white based philosophy, white based initiative. It ain't working anymore. Right. Everybody wants to come into their own, and 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 if, and if white people want to want to to uh, be included in this next world cycle, because they say what by the year twenty twenty. Twenty. I don't know why they could, at one time I heard twenty sixteen, but now yeah. here, here in, in the world, twenty twenty, we're gonna the blacks, the Hispanics, the Asians, the Indian people will be the majority in the country. Yeah. So so you got to you got to be equal, man. There's no holding on. The only one that's holding on all this craziness is these old crazy white men, wealthy white men. Yeah. But everybody else trying to move uh, towards equality. Huh? Yeah, I'm trying to hold on to the old system that's not existing no more. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's a change. Because, um, let's see, oh, boy, look at that, man. It it is five. It is 56. We got about. (laughs) We did it again, huh? He did it again. (laughs) But. You know, I, I, well, let me, let me close out with this here um, by bringing up something. Um, in, in, in Brother Jabril Muhammad had, had, had wrote a book called Closing the Gap to where he was doing interviews. He, he was asking Mr. Farrakhan different questions mm-hmm. and, and, and and throughout the book. And I found this interesting. Have you ever tried, took a thought, as to what is fun to God? No, that really I haven't. I mean, what is fun to God? You, you know, now, I, now I, being the intellectual thinker that I am, you know, I kind of already knew what that answer was when I first heard it. But, but to listen to the minister's answer, man, <laughs> let, let me just read this quickly. Okay, this is Brother Jabril Muhammad. He said, "Brother Minister." How would you advise us in this awfully turbulent world to help our children with proper fun? Toy manufacturers, of course, are greedy and are not really looking deeply into the interests of children. What advice would you give us uh, with regard to buying toys for our children? What is fun? Then the minister, Minister Farquhar, said, the question is, what is fun? He said, fun to one person is ignorance to another. Fun to another person is what is trifling to another. The question we have to ask is, what is fun with God? Does God engage in trifling things? Does he engage in things that are foolish? So what I found as fun is the joy of learning today what I did not know yesterday. I literally enjoyed my teacher teaching me things on the violin that I didn't know and then making a joke out of what I did wrong that I now am learning to do right. We don't have time for trifling things. Children should not be engaged in just silly things, playing with toys that do not teach. The joy of living is the joy of learning. 
Since Almighty God, Allah, created us as a reflection of himself, it would seem that from as early as we can think, we should find joy in the discovery of truth. He said we should find fun in discovery in the discovery of things that grow us, that edify us, that evolve us toward God. Mindless games are valueless with God because they misuse youth. Children are mischievous. Then find something that we can learn from mischief. Games of learning, games that increase one's dexterity, that teaches skills in doing things, games that challenge us mentally. I'm in 100% agreement with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he's right on that, you know. <clears throat> I mean, that, that's, that's, that's true. I mean, you have to, uh, it, it's, got, it's, like, it's pretty much like saying that God, uh, he, he, had, he has fun in knowledge. And seeing his, his children, if, if you want to call it the way of, mm-hmm. children growing right. knowledge, learning new things, developing Study evolving. That's his joy. That's where that comes from. But when we're not evolving or we're just sitting idle or, or as the old saying go, uh, what they call it, what does it say, uh, uh, idle hand is the devil's playground? Right. <laughs> kinda, right. Kinda go idle mind. Idle mind. Idle mind is the devil's workshop. It kind of falls in, in, the same, in the same category when you think about it, you know. And right. I mean, and and, I, and, and it kind of goes back. I know we've run a long time, but I know this kind of goes back to what I was saying with the homeschool page. You know, like with my daughters up here where we live at, they have a a school, well, not even school, a homeschool group they go to, and they go up in the mountains and they learn about different things, like for uh, how much uh, lead is actually in the in the ground, and if a, a river is traveling this way, how, what is the velocity? I mean, the velocity and Different right. things like that, you know. I'm just kind of throwing it out there really quick, but I'm saying it to say this: that they're learning things that's fun, but they're learning things that can that's, that's actually building knowledge. It's building what they call the the pathways in the brain. So the right, I can't think of it in my life because I'm just going. Are oh, you saying it right? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly so, what you're talking about. So in in saying that, that's that's what God delights in. That's what's fun to him. He's seeing. Uh, develop. He's the same way I watch my kids. When they come back, they're like, hey, Dad, I learned this and I learned that. And I was like, oh, cool. And they want to share with me and I delight in that. So right. I guess that on the closing note, we need to kind of look at that. You know, we need to start looking at things that 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 we can grow in knowledge and that we can let, uh, show our kids that, hey, you know, learning this stuff is it's a fun thing. It's a good thing. You know, the more knowledge you get, the more easier life will be. The more you can uh, delight in God's light, you know. It's just different ways you can look at it. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, man, that, I couldn't say it no better. <laughs> because because when God, if, 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 we, if God is our example, if we take him as our example, then then I, I think, man, we would we will far be well advanced than where where we are right now, because because unfortunately by us being born where we are, the white man had became our God. Right. He did because because he even had us at one point calling him master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 by us following him and not separating ourselves from his thinking and his way of life 
then we then we then if you look at the type of children that that that's being produced right now, that is that is that is not you. All you're looking at is that the old condition that in which we were placed in at the time is being revisited again because the lessons from history never was learned. Right. Period. And we got to break that cycle. There's nobody standing in your way. The white man can't even help himself to keep you down. Hell, <laughs> they have an hard time <laughs> because really that that judgment is really after them, and they know it. So if they want to have peace on this planet. They better learn to get out the black man and woman's way and stop and stop trying to kill us and trying and and, and trying to do the evil things that they're doing to us because because if if we withdraw out of here, don't you? What do you think the Creator gonna do? Yeah, we gonna close this show, but um. I'm going to probably be on www.kpft.org tonight. Uh, I was asked by by one of the guests to call in to the show. Um, they're going to have as a guest tonight uh, Dr. Kwanza Kanjufu, and, and he was the brother that wrote the book Back in the, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably back in the 80s or 90s or something like that, uh, the conspiracy to destroy black boys, hmm. and 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 uh, he's going to be on the show tonight, along with with a sister by the name of Olu, I think. Olu, Olu, I I don't see her name right now, but um, he he's gonna they're gonna be. Uh, on the show tonight with Brother Sefu. Oh, here's her name, Doctor Oya Mayat. Okay. And they're gonna and they're gonna be guests tonight with uh Brother Said Truth and, and Brother Evans on their show, the the Conscious Mindset, which is a show that's based here in Houston, uh Texas. Um I think they have well over a hundred some thousand listeners. Because, because you know, it's an open air show as well as you can listen to the show online. Uh, so tune in tonight. Um, the show starts at 9 p.m. Um, our time in Houston, so that will be 10, t- 10 p.m. Eastern, 9, um, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So tune in, and uh, we will be back, me and Kendall, next week. So I, so I thank you all for listening, and keep on uh, sending us um, emails and, and, and on how you all would like, uh, how you all like the show, and uh, please don't be shy. Big <laughs> Kendall not gonna bite, but but since I new, I know that's right. <laughs> we we. We we are a new show, you know. I, I mean, I, I've had one once before, but this show here is a new is a new uh, show with a different format this time. And and, um, and so we would love for you to call in. It is a call in show show, and, and and we don't be shy. We're not gonna bite. <laughs> and 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 I promise you, 
I know I'm, I know I know talk but I mean I'll talk to you this way. <laughs> but I promise you that I will never fail to deliver the truth to you. Period. And I'm sure Kendall the same way because we all communion, we cut from the same vine and the same family. I mean, right. and his father was definitely one that I love to sit down and chat to, and I know how his father was real, so I know the son is real. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll be back next Sunday now at at 3 o'clock Kendall's time, Yeah, 2 o'clock Good my time. time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I greet you all as, as I came before you, the greeny words of peace. As-salamu alaykum.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.